What's going on, Geeks? Welcome to a brand new year. You're listening to the episode of Geeks Warriors Podcast 332. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with LJ Lowry. Yo. And Shelly Nolan. Hello. This week, we're geeking out about our favorite media of 2022 and most anticipated in 2023. So that's video games, movies, TV. Uh, we didn't throw an anime uh, thing in there, but I don't think I actually watched an anime last year, so... I know you guys have. Yeah, we have. <laughs> well, I'll talk about anime in the TV section, so... There we go. I consider it TV. I think it's fine. I, I think... Yeah. Put them in the same bucket. Yeah. Yeah. I I watched anime, I think, the year before that. I think it was last time I watched Demon Slayer. Oh, yeah. That... It's gonna be the, that'll be the New Year's resolution for me. I need, to, I need to watch more anime this year. My mom told me she wanted to watch anime the other day, and I was like, ooh, I got some for you, so... Huh? Yeah. Oh, that'll be fun. <laughs> we have a lot of people at work that I try to explain to them. They're like, oh, anime's not for me. Um, Like, I didn't like Naruto. And I'm like, well, anime is not like, yeah. for anyone, really. I was, uh, I was, um, it was explaining Spy X Family to one of my friends who's, like, never watched anime, but get told her premise, and she's like, I think I would enjoy that. That seems kind of fun. I'm like, I think you would like it, genuinely. Yeah. Like, it's not like an anime kind of thing. It's yeah. just a good show that happens to be anime. <laughs> mm. Yeah, there's so much different anime. Yes. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. Anyway, already off topic. Mm-hmm. That's how the that's how the podcast should be. Yep. <laughs> we, uh... Yeah, we're going to start with our video games. We're talking about the uh, video games that we liked most uh, last year, and then we'll talk about the most anticipated for this year. So this podcast is going to be a little bit different than usual. We will continue our regularly scheduled program uh, next week where we talk about the news and stuff and what we're geeking out about. Um, but we just wanted to kind of reflect and look to the future this week. So uh, that said, LJ, you usually do the gaming news. What was your favorite video game? Okay. Um, as you all know, I have a problem, so I play many video games. But the one that stuck <laughs> out to me the most is Multiverses. Uh, okay, wow. Oh, let's go. That, that one, I guess to say a few things about it real quick. I was impressed. I was like, especially after playing something like Nickelodeon All-Stars, like I was impressed with the polish and the work that had been done, you know, like, and there was still more improvements to come. And I was like, wow, I didn't expect it to be like this this good and so i got on to where i was playing it i I played i played it for a good few months and i still drop on and off occasionally but i got into it way more i thought it was just going to be one of those new online games i was just going to like drop off of it and be like okay that was fun but it wasn't like i i stuck with it for a while and ran with it on my twitch channel for a while and people genuinely enjoyed watching me play it and i was fairly decent at it and so it was just it was really good time like it was a. It was definitely before the fall craziness of releases, and so it was just a really good time for that game to come out, and so I enjoyed it a lot. Cool. Yep, that's my most anticipated. Shelly, what about you? What was your favorite game that you played? Uh, so my favorite game that I played, it didn't come out in 2022, um, but definitely Persona 4 Golden, which technically I did start in 2021, but I only finished... Um, and I really did most of it in 2022, so I sort of consider okay. it more a 2022 game for me than 2021, um, especially because that's kind of when I was like, you know, kind of between jobs and things like that. It's kind of what I was able to pour a lot of time into, um, and it's just so fun. Like, I 
it's hard to compare with Persona 5 Royal. Like, they're both such great games, but, like, I genuinely love Persona 4 Gold so much as well that, like, you know, right now I think I'm like, oh, I would put it above Royal, but it's like, I don't know, I've had it. They're like, really good. To it, but they're both, they're just both so good. Yeah. So it's like, my my anticipated, most anticipated actually isn't Persona 3 Portable, but it definitely is, like, an honorable mention. Like, I am very excited to be able to play um that to sort of complete the trilogy right complete it backwards which is pretty funny and that yeah and that's coming pretty soon but yeah persona 4 golden if you've played um persona 5 persona 5 royal and you liked it definitely check out persona 4 golden um you know get it on steam or something or you know on xbox or on all these other systems that's mm-hmm. going to be going on um so or on i think even on switch i think it'll be on yep, so it's coming to get on your favorite platform yeah get on your favorite platform and just check it out the first dungeon i would say the first two dungeons um are kind of a are, are pretty hard like i even know some some of my other friends who try to play persona 4 golden and the first and second dungeon were just a little too hard and they they kind of gave up and you know the mechanics are a little bit different than persona 5 royal um it's just something you have to get used to and you do get used to it and once you do kind of push past those first two dungeons the rest are really not as much of a problem. I don't know why they made the first two like so uh, relatively hard for like what your level is. Um, it feels like you start to get so yeah oh, with these games too. Like exactly yeah. Um, so that's what I would encourage to anyone out there who maybe has tried it. Um, I'd recommend you know try again. Um, try pushing through those first two edges. I know it's hard. It was hard for me as well. I really did have to spend a lot of time grinding. Um, but you don't really have to do that for the rest of the game as nearly as much. Um, and I don't think you'll regret it. I, I really, really like this game. And I'm really excited that more people are going to be able to play it now that, it, again, it's going to on Game Pass and all of their systems. But yeah, just a fire game. So yeah, that's my favorite of 2022. I feel like I have to say Cyberpunk 2077. <laughs> Do you so have to? Much time into that game. All of them. I guess you're right. <laughs> but no, that that game came into its own like this year, and not because yeah. of like not and not just because of the rise in popularity. I guess. I mean, I mean that plays a part into it, but like mm-hmm. it became it's at a playable point to where most people can enjoy it. Like, there's a lot more people that have PS5s now. There's a lot more people that have Xboxes. Right. Uh, it's true. Like Series Xs. So there's more people that are getting to play this game in peak performance you know so it's like it's yeah it, it was interesting this... right oh yeah but... so edge runners came out and then everyone started talking about it again i think um i had been waiting for it to go to the ps5 like upgraded version or whatever oh yeah the upgraded and, version uh, did come out this year too i think so technically yes yeah, pretty good. yeah so i was waiting on that and then i think it was on sale and i saw the sale it was like i have to get it since it's on sale and the edge runners like I hadn't even seen or really heard about that yet, mm-hmm. um, but I got it around that time where everyone else was was picking it up because of that show. Yeah. Um, but but I think like you consider that an action RPG, right? You're leveling up. Of course. Oh, definitely. So I I would say that's probably the genre that I I'm finding that I like most, and that's something that I definitely realized through. I guess Witcher I really enjoyed, and then this, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I really like this kind of CD Projekt Red. You really like CD Projekt Red. Yeah, and which is crazy because I'd, I'd never played a game before Witcher 3, which would have been last year. Um, but yeah, really, really enjoyed Well, in Final Fantasy 15, I really enjoyed as well, um, which was Square mm. Enix. But, Skyrim, yeah. I consider an action RPG as well. Like anything where it's like... Yeah, 
I don't know. I guess I guess some are more heavier on action than others. I guess in gameplay and stuff. But I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Like before that, I would have said like old like old school platformers, like three D platformers, were my thing. Um, and I still enjoy those, but um, yeah, I've I've come into the realization recently the more that I've played them that I really like these action RPGs. Mm-hmm. Um, I like JRPGs as well, but I can never play a full one. I just don't have the attention. Well, well, Hollow is definitely an action RPG as well. Yep, and I put a lot of time into that as well. Mostly because I didn't really have anything else to play at that point. Um, Cyberpunk, I've been like, like I haven't played God of War Ragnarok, which I'm very excited about um, because I didn't want to stop playing Cyberpunk. Ragnarok is so good. I started it this week. Yeah, I can't wait for it. Uh, But no, that game is, uh, the story's really good. It's really well written. Uh, It's well acted. and now that it's polished, I understand that it wasn't always like this, but I mean, it just, it looks beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and the gameplay is really addicting. You want to level up so that you can get through the different things better. Um, and there's, some of the side quests are a little bit tedious, but there was a lot of it that just, it was the same thing, but it, it felt different because there were different reasons behind every time you were going in. Mm-hmm. Um, I never did finish the end city, night city police department stuff. Um, that was very redundant mm-hmm. um but the rest of it you know you're going up against these um cyber cycles was one of the side quest things that you could find and uh even though you were defeating each one everyone was a little bit different it kind of mm-hmm. felt like a mini boss in a lot of ways but no game was cool um i'm excited for the dlc for that one and i don't usually buy dlcs these days yeah idris elba for the dlc yeah <laughs> it'll be great yeah, hopefully it's polished cool. hopefully they got it all cleaned up and figured out um, <laughs> no kidding. But that would have been that would have been my game of the year for me at least that I played the most of at least at the very least. Yeah. So now we'll go into our most anticipated. Uh, there are a lot, a lot of good games and movies and all sorts of stuff coming out next year. Twenty twenty three is going to be a big year for your for geekery, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but LJ, we'll start with you again. What is of uh, the video game you're you're most likely looking forward to. This was tough, man, because it wasn't until recently that uh, it got revealed that Spider-Man Two was going to come out later this year. Yeah, but um, I'm gonna say Tekken Eight because I think with the same the same reason I enjoyed Multiverses so much is that like I got in the ground floor on that game. Like most fighting games people play these days or get into these days, like. Especially you know, like Tekken, you know, like oh, what I got into, like there's a lot of game fighting games that have been around for quite a few years at this point, and so the fact that we're getting both like a new Tekken and a new Street Fighter this year is huge, especially for people that are fans of the genre or people who have always wanted to get into fighting games. Like Tekken Eight is, I mean, to me, I'm just like, yes, yeah, a new Tekken. Like, um, but like even Street Fighter, like that game is, it's supposed to be more accessible for people to get into. Um. But Tekken 8 is just like having that experience already with the previous one and just kind of seeing how it changes or what they do to improve it. Um, especially in that it's going to be in the new Unreal Engine and it's going to look very pretty. Um, I'm excited to just to jump in on the ground yeah. floor. Both of your games, your your last year and this year, are fighting games in some form. Oh! Interesting. Yeah! That's funny. <laughs> and and see, like I've always had a love for fighting games. But, like, I feel like in the last few years, like, in the last maybe, I want to say three or four years, like, I, the more I've watched Evo and just the more I follow, like, fighting game community stuff, like, 
I like on my half of my like there's a good chunk of my TikTok feed that is just like fighting game like community like heck yeah uh, and just we love I, it I follow more of them on YouTube now and like just watching them on on TikTok and just seeing crazy clips of stuff and learning more about these games and learning about some of the more obscure ones that I still have yet to try to like it's become a, a thing of mine and so I'm stoked that I I kind of I feel like I found a thing <laughs> yeah. yeah I love it you also I thought of a genre yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> In the last few years yeah yeah <laughs> Yep. Cool. Uh, what about you, Shelly? Uh, even though there's a lot of games I'm excited about for next year, uh, it's really just has to be Tears of the Kingdom. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it, it has to be. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I love every new Zelda release. Or, I mean, I guess maybe I should rephrase that. I get excited for every new Zelda release. Okay. Yes. This has always been a thing even before Breath of the Wild came out, but especially after Breath of the Wild. You know, just that first announcement of Tears of the Kingdom and like the trailers and like trying to figure out what the game's about. Even now, it's like hard to figure out like and it's what like, the game's going to be about. It's like, how do you follow up Breath of the Wild? Like, yeah. Like, how? It looks like by doing the exact same thing again, but I'm okay with like, it. Fine. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, thinking, I'm fine <laughs> I mean, with that. Honestly, I mean, you build upon the thing that you did first and just make it even better, you know? Like, yeah. I, that yeah. sounds like it's God of War Ragnarok's strong point. Well, and that's like, that's, and that's why when I look at Spider-Man Two, I can't imagine like how better that game is going to be because it's you know the it's a sequel, you know, like yeah, and it was like the next Hades, I would think. Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's a tra- that's also that's great. Yeah, like, that Hades Two is even going to be a thing. Like I'm, I know, yeah. They definitely Tears of the Kingdom is also my favorite, most anticipated uh, game of the year too. Nice. Zelda's always been a big. That's yeah, exactly. It's like it's always been big, and so I've always been super looking forward to big Zelda releases. But mm-hmm. I think this one's um, has even more excitement, and expectation behind it because we already have the expectation of like Breath of the Wild was so good. So yeah. like, what are we gonna take do now? Is it really just gonna be like that game and even better? Like we have so much. There's all this like weird stuff happening with the story, and like I I'm just excited to see it all. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think I can add too much to Tears of the Kingdom. It just looks really good. It looks like more of the same. We know which... so little, but we all we also know like what we can expect as well. I think. Yeah, it reminds me of Ocarina of Time and then yeah, um, Twilight, Twilight Princess. Yeah, and a lot of people saw Twilight Princess and were like, "This is the same as thing as Ocarina of Time," and I'm like, "That's why I like it." Uh, yeah, I'm like, "That's what y'all want." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "It's a like almost better." Uh, version of Agreed Time in a lot of ways. Uh, some people would argue that, but um, so yeah, I'm stoked. All right. Well, from there, we will get into the movies then. Um, there were a lot of, I don't know, this year for movies is weird. Uh, I didn't have um, like big favor. I feel like there wasn't much for me to choose from, but I didn't wasn't in the theater this year as much as I usually am. Uh, but Shelly, usually do the movie news so i'll start with you okay sure yeah so i also didn't really watch many movies this year just like overall um and you know when i was thinking about fair moves of the year it's kind of hard to come up with a list i guess the one exception is i did watch a lot of halloween like scary movies around halloween time oh, yeah. um but that was kind of the exception for the year it's like i didn't really watch many movies besides like you know watching like american psycho um, other Psycho, like Hocus Pocus, like all these like sort of Halloween, uh, you know, The Shining, things like that. 
But I do think that my top movie of the year is probably The Batman. I really like that movie a lot. It's, it's very, very good. Um, and I remember what I was thinking about, again, just kind of reflecting about top movies of the year. You know, what's my favorite? I kind of forgot that The Batman came out this year. Um, earlier because it was so much early. Yeah. But it is just a really good movie. And I'm a really big fan of Robert Pattinson. <laughs> I'm all on the Pattinson train, baby. Um, I don't even really know what more to say about it because we've talked about it a lot already on the podcast, just like throughout the year. But I just really like it. And I'm hoping, I, I think they're even making like a spinoff show with the Penguin stuff, which yes. honestly kind of worries me. I'm just kind of like, I just kind of want him to leave it alone for once. Like, maybe a direct sequel? Sure, that's fine. But, like, I kind of just want him to leave it alone and not try to pull in a bunch of other things. Like, he's doing at this point. Like, I'm just like, oh, I don't either. My wife and I were just talking about, um, they're making a young Superman movie, apparently. Uh, James Gunn is. And so, Robert Pattinson's Batman isn't supposed to be a part of the DCU. Uh, but we were talking about how great it would be to have Robert Pattinson's, like, overly emo, uh, like edgy Batman in like a normal DC movie um, and just being like all comedically dark the entire time. And have Superman be this, you know, Boy Scout kind of like, you know, yeah. like, it would just be like, he <laughs> is the perfect for if you're going to have a younger Superman anyways. Um, and just be like, you know, uh, Superman's I, I fight for love and justice and Batman being like, there is no love in Gotham, only justice. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, the Batman's really good. That's my favorite movie of the year. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Batman was extremely good. Um Emo he's, he's almost as emo as Darth Vader. <laughs> I love emo. So yeah, same I'm music all, and everything. I'm happy about it. Yep. Yeah, it was so uh, the music that the music. Yeah. The tone of that movie was as perfect as you possibly could get. Oh yeah. Cinematography is so good. Yeah, yeah. Honestly. Whole movie. Yeah. It's a good one. Uh, LJ, <laughs> your favorite movie of the year? Uh, my favorite movie of, the year, uh, movie of the year is Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. The title is a mouthful. Yeah, yeah movie I didn't see, but I heard it was good. It is so weird and yet so fascinating at the same time. Uh, I had a really interesting experience watching the movie, too, because I went at, like, it was late. It was, like, 9 o'clock on, like... A weekend, maybe a Saturday or something. I just remember being like, you know what? I need to go see this movie because it's playing in this theater and I feel like nobody's going to care, you know, because it was this weirdly specific movie, you know? And sure enough, I was the only one in the theater watching that movie. So it was like, I just had this whole movie in this big screen to myself, literally in one of the center seats, like just the single center it. Like I was just like, I was just like, yeah, the whole experience was just like me and the movie. And it was just, it just, I got myself immersed in it. And just, it's one of those movies I'm going like, what is going on the whole time? I'm just like, <laughs> I have no idea, but I'm I'm here for the ride. And so it's a, it's a good movie. Um, it's definitely uh, rated R, mature stuff in there, but it is, it's good. It's, it's. Yeah, I just can't, I can't explain anymore because it's like you can't talk about that movie without spoiling anything. So I'm not yeah, saying anything. No, for sure. Um, yeah. So that's my favorite movie. For me, Batman's a really good answer. Uh, I was trying to think of like what movie stood out the most, and maybe it's because it was just the most recent. Um, but I, I want to say that it's Avatar two, but I also feel like that's because the pool of movies that came out this year weren't 
that amazing. Yeah, that's why I'm like, look, Batman was great. I think of like, because I'm such a Marvel fan and all the Marvel movies were so meh. Yep. I wrote down, I wrote down 20 something movies I saw and liked this year. And there were still some that I really didn't like that I didn't list. (laughs) So I'm like, there was a lot of movies, but you are right. There's just a lot of them that I'm like, okay, that was kind of good. That was kind of good. Yeah, they're all just kind of like, all right, like I watched some movies, but and, uh, and there were weird things. Like uh, I guess I'll put it into perspective. Like an honorable mention for me would be like Prey came out the last the, this past year. You know, like you're right. You know, stuff. Other there, it, it was a stacked year for movies. Like, but you're right in that. Like, there's not a lot of them that were like super blowout, amazing blockbusters. Yeah, like Prey was good, but when you but put that in a lot of Avatar too, there was a lot of good ones, but not like a lot of amazing ones. I guess. Yeah. 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 Like, if you were to put Avatar 2 up against, like, one of the Avengers movies, I probably would have had a harder time than, like, the Infinity War. I would have been like, hmm, that's, that's a tough choice. But against Prey, I'm kind of like, Prey was good, but Avatar 2 was an Avatar movie. Like, here, I made a top 10 list, and I realized that Sonic 2 didn't even make my top top five, which you would My wife mentioned Sonic 2. Sonic 2 didn't to, I didn't, still haven't seen Sonic oh, 2. So but then, like, See, Sonic 2 is wonderful. It is. But then there's stuff like Top Gun Maverick, which... Is a really good movie, but it's also like it doesn't really do anything that special. It's just a really well done movie. So like I, I get that. Like when you just when you say that there was like yeah, everything just kind of pales in comparison to the the art and the beauty of yeah. The movie. And it's like and Avatar two and I guess even the Batman to some degree, but like Avatar two is those movies are definitely like a cinematic event. Like so we really yes, absolutely have, we didn't have like a Dune this year, and the Avatar kind of was that you know like one of those just yeah movies. that makes sense. Like, all those other movies I could probably see at home and be okay. Mm-hmm. Avatar and the Batman. Um, super thankful that I watched the Batman in a theater and not on HBO. I had the reverse feeling with Batman tour. I actually enjoyed watching that at home more okay. because because I was able to... I felt like I could see it better just because, like, the weird... It's like, so dark. How a, Yeah, well, and how a movie screen is built, like, in a theater, it's just, like, I felt like I really didn't, like... I don't know, just like watching on a 4K TV, everything was just so much more crisp and like oh, yeah. colorful and like, yeah. And so it was just watching it, yeah. So, but but I know what you mean with like Avatar. It's like, what is the comment where it's like, you find the biggest screen that you can watch us on and mm-hmm. I, it was, and I didn't even see it in 3D and I still really loved it. it yeah, like, I didn't watch it in 3D either. Yeah. 4D is a thing. I watched in 3D. Lately. Did you? I did. Ooh. That's awesome. It was, I, uh, it was a lot. <laughs> 3D it stuff, good, well, it 4D, like, oh. I guess, is a thing that, like, like we saw, uh, we didn't go to a 4D showing, but they had 4D in Houston, Texas. And then I guess there's one relatively close to where I live. Um, a friend of mine had seen Avatar in 4D, and I was like, you're just getting water sprayed in your face the entire time. <laughs> it blows, like, air at you from different ways. When you, like Probably got, like, D-Box seats or something. That, or something. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, I was like, that doesn't sound fun to have. He's like, you can turn them off. But I'm like, well, we're going to turn it off. Then what's the point of it? Yeah. Find it safe for the why would you pay? Why would you pay for that if we're not going to use it? <laughs> um, but no, uh, Avatar 2, story-wise, like I said, wasn't uh, absolutely amazing by, by any means. Um, but visually, um, it's just so much better done than the CGI that we've seen as of late. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's not that MCU's gotten lazy; it's that they've been pushing their animators too hard. 
and yes, not giving them time so much it shows yeah and we're not doing uh you know it's on the new show uh it's on a news podcast this week but there are uh talks about them kind of slowing down and backing up a little bit and trying to work on quality over quantity again and uh i think that needs to happen they need to kind of it does stop making so much and trying to force so much out yeah. into the public and uh actually just take some time and let the you know let the animators do their jobs and everything yeah so that's that's fine. Avatar two was was pretty. Uh, it may not be the best movie in the world, but it was definitely fun to watch. And I think oh, yeah. most value I've gotten out of a movie ticket in a long time. Nice. Yeah. We'll get into the TV. Well, anticipated, right? Anticipated movies. Anticipated movies. Yeah. Let's think about it for a second. You can tell we don't switch things up very often. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, lost. Like, what's happening? Like, well, and I mess yeah. up those half time. We gotta knock. We gotta grease the wheels a bit after two weeks. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Out of a bit of a vacation. Uh, <laughs> so, the anticipated movies. Shelly, we'll start with you again. Um, what yeah. Excited for for twenty twenty three. There is no question. Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Uh, the first Spider Verse. Um. If you were to just ask me straight up what my favorite movie was and I didn't have any time to think about it, I would say that movie. Okay. So good. So I'm very excited for the sequel. Mm-hmm. Very excited. I don't even know if I have more to say about it. I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory why I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's, it's like, I don't care about the Marvel stuff. I you know, I don't think there's any Star Wars movies coming out. Like, so, I'd uh, say you put that in the sequel like... camps that we're putting in Tears of the Kingdom. It's like we don't know a lot, yes. but we know what we can expect. It's... And we know absolutely. I think you're right on the money. I think that's exactly it. It's like I love the first one so much that even though I don't know a ton about the second one, I'm already fully on board. Yeah, for both yeah. shows. That's cool. Yep. What about you, LJ? Um, there's a lot of movies coming out, and honestly, I feel hesitant to mention to say Marvel because it's like I don't want to like. I mean, Wakanda Forever was amazing. Like that was I I enjoyed it a lot. But I just like I know I know Quantumania is gonna be really good, but it's just mm-hmm. I don't know, That's just fine. with that with it like with everything that Marvel just has been doing, comic book movies as a whole, Marvel and DC, I'm kind of like holding my I'm I'm keeping my expectations low. So yeah, I guess the back. most LJ answer for this would be the next John Wick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's like I and even three wasn't the greatest, but it was still stupid fun. If anybody does want to get caught up on all the John Wick movies, they're all on HBO Max right now. Nice. So oh, I think I've seen all of them. Yeah, like you can literally watch all of them, and I think it's due in the next few months here. So it's like I'm going for a stupid, dumb popcorn action flick. Um, and yeah, that's that's what it's going to be. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, this is going to be the best movie of the year because it's not, but it's just what I look forward to. So cool. Yep. That's it. Yeah. Strong movies are fun. I, my hope with Quantum Media is that it will be a turning point for Marvel, and I don't know why I think that because it's going to be it, it's already been made right like they're still working on it, but it's already like part of this last I mean, phase that's been kind of met. This is the next phase. Is Quantum Media the start of it? Yeah, because but uh, Wakanda Forever was considered the end of Phase Four. Okay. Well then, maybe there, there we go. Maybe I'm I'm okay with. Ending. But you're right though. I mean, this needs to be the kickoff book for the next phase. Like this needs. Yeah, I think for me, this is a really deciding movie. It's on, an important. Uh, it's probably the most important movie they've they have coming up. 
he's yeah outside of like an avengers event or anything mm-hmm. it's like this should tie some things together uh it needs to tie some things together uh we have the last phase really created a bunch of loose ends yeah. that we need to they need to, to tie some things up mm-hmm. um and i think quantum mania could do that but i also just hope that uh it's not just a big spy kids movie uh, which is kind of what it looks like oh, in the trailers. Yeah, the uh, aims too of like, yeah. oh boy. It's the oh, longest Ant Man movie they've made so far. And uh, I. We're the thumb men. <laughs> like, we're, uh, like, you imagine. I like the meme where it's just like, yeah, Marvel movies are just all Spy Kids 3 now. Yeah. I think, <laughs> especially the trailer. I mean, it's pretty spot on. Uh <laughs> But I, I think for a lot of people, this movie is going to be a make it or break it of, am I still going to stick with Marvel or am I done? Yeah. Um, no. So I I don't know if that's for me. I'm pretty I'm pretty much a fanboy. I'm probably going to hold on for the rest of my life. And I'll leave you. Me too. But I know a lot of people, they, they said that it would be over after Endgame. And then they've been kind of like they had Shang Chi, and then after that, it was kind of like, oh, maybe, maybe they were right. They had a spot. They gave people good. hope for a minute, and then kind of like took the year. And then we're like, no, yeah, we're done. So, we'll see. I, I really, I'm not excited for the movie itself. I'm excited for the prospect of like, and Jonathan Majors becoming a household name too, and King the Conqueror. Like that's what I really uh-huh. want. Like I really yeah. want that same effect we got with like Thanos, like but for. Yeah. I haven't seen any of the Creed movies, and I want to see this new one just because he like looks like he's really good at acting. He is I don't know. <laughs> I just thought it was so funny how like I like I remember watching. So I watched the second Avatar movie with uh, my sister and my husband, mm-hmm. and I remember like the you know a, tra- a trailer for Creed came on right, mm-hmm. and Jonathan Major shows up, and I'm just and she's just my sister is just like oh, I recognize him I think from somewhere like. Yeah, I think he's King the Conqueror as well. And then, like, late, like almost the, not literally the next trailer, but just a couple trailers in. Yeah, man, when I was Quantum Mania that it had it. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, see, it's him, it's him. Yep. It's going to be his, it's going to be his year. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, thriving. I'm, I'm happy for him. Yep. Even that if they're in villain roles. has got a bit of controversy <laughs> around it, apparently. Sylvester Stallone doesn't love the Rambo sequel. The... Rambo 6 sequel. <laughs> I don't know oh, gosh, that's right. <laughs> um, but he looks like such a he, he makes me want to care about boxing. Um, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I don't know. Looks interesting. I'm I'm excited for him as well, for sure. <laughs> well, that is all of the movies. We'll get into TV now. <laughs> um, talk about the TV shows that we we loved this year. I think that's the easy answer for me is Andor, uh, which is a show I didn't thank you, Shelly, for yeah talking about it over and over on a podcast. I was like, I just need to watch this. TV was, <laughs> so, TV was so stacked this year that there were shows I deliberately missed because I was watching them. Like, yeah, and I am so behind. I'm more behind now on TV than I have been in a long time. It's really caught up with me. I think so uh, too for me as well. Yeah. I think Marvel's kind of a pro- like part of that, and I'm I'm glad that Marvel wants to step back on making so many TV shows. I don't need a Disney Plus thing every, like, one after the other with a week break in between. Other things. Guess what? Twenty twenty three is gonna be all Disney. I know. So, 
I'm hoping there's some stuff that I don't care. When She-Hulk was out, also came Andor, also came Rings of Power, and there was other things. I'm just like, I'm watching She-Hulk right now. I can't keep up with House of the Dragon. Yeah, House of the Dragon was, was came out too. Um, even before those, there was other great shows too. Like, Yeah. Uh, Andor is the best thing Star Wars has ever made, uh, in my opinion. And that is like including... Star Wars movies, which some people may not agree with, but uh, I, I mean, that's not too out of um, out of pocket to say. I don't think because a lot of people's lot favorite of people Star Wars movie is Rogue One, and this yeah. is just Rogue One, the show, and is yeah. arguably even maybe slightly better than Rogue One. Like, I mean, this different mediums, right? The show versus the movie, but I think that's I think that's actually kind of a fair yeah assessment. Mm-hmm. Well, going back to Rogue One, Rogue One still they were like holding onto their ties of being a Star Wars thing. In a lot of ways, right? The music yeah. has that very like Star Wars opera ness to it, mm-hmm. um, and Andor threw all of that away. They were like, "We have blasters. There's some stormtroopers, uh, and that's all you're getting." Might see a Tie Fighter pass once in a while, like uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like the music and the uh, uh, yeah. scenery and everything just felt very disconnected. Yeah, in in the right ways. And then they were like, hey, we'll remind you that this is, it's a whole universe out there. We don't need to stick to the same thing mm-hmm. every time. Uh, Rogue One is good. I, I love Rogue One. Um, I don't want to diss it, but I think that's where Andor kind of beats it. Um, is it completely disconnected itself? Uh, so that's that's mine. Um, Shelly, yours? Yeah. Um, my favorite, I think, and again, there's... I'm also very behind on shows, and there's been a lot of good ones. Like I loved Stranger Things, I loved Andor. Stranger Things, was so um, good. but I, I do think for me, I gotta go with Kaguya-sama: Love Is War season three. I just, I think it's like literally one of my favorite shows. Like, definitely favorite anime at the very least. Um, I just, man, what a clever, clever show, and the fact that they're able to go with this bit kind of the the premise of of these two characters both wanting the other person to sort of confess their feelings first and like kind of having like a psychological war about it um Mm -hmm. like keeping up that bit for three seasons and then actually progressing the story as well and making you not just like laugh but also like cry and also just be happy and feel like all these different feelings like it's such a wholesome show um but it's also wildly entertaining and funny and hilarious and like clever um it's like all those things. It's it's such a delight. It's such a delightful show. Um, and I'm really excited for... I think they're... I don't remember if they're doing season four. I mean, I think they will eventually do season four. But I'm trying to remember if that's going to be before or after. I think they're making a like movie OVA kind of thing. That's basically hmm. going to be like the next arc that was in the manga, but as a movie. I'm really sad about that. I um, didn't put it in my most anticipated movies, obviously. But like, I'm very excited for that. Like, I just want this show to keep going. And it's so good. Um, I, again, it does hit a lot of the same sort of like, it's wholesome, but it's funny sort of feelings that you get with Spike's family. So I know a lot of folks out there maybe have watched Spike's family. Um, if you like Spike's family, I would recommend trying um, Kaguya-sama Love's War. Uh, it's very good. Or if you liked how, again, how absolutely ridiculous to the point where it's funny, um, Death Note is. Like if you laughed at Death Note like you did, like I did, um, <laughs> This is also perfectly for you because it's basically that. Like it's just like the yeah. those mental Olympics, but like 
to the extreme and meant to be played up for laughs. Um, whereas Death Note was meant to be serious. So um, take a potato chip and eat it, you know. So, um, and there's Jojo references in it, which is kind of funny. <laughs> I loved that show and I'm very excited for it to continue. And I do think the manga like fairly recently ended. Um, and I'm hoping it's a popular enough show that's going to just kind of carry through and keep getting more seasons all the way up until the manga. Um, or to catch up basically to the end of the manga. That's what I would like. And, and you know, it can happen. So, yep, yep, that's my favorite show of 2022. Yes. Cool. Uh, and LJ. My favorite show is Peacemaker. Um, oh yeah. Which was yeah. which was in 2022. Like I legitimately like thought it was like end of 2021, you know, like kind of thing. Yeah. Um like, I feel like it, it was a while ago. Even with like Book of Boba Fett, like I think that like that was like the same period. Um Peacemaker I enjoyed because like yes, it was vulgar and very mature and it was you know there was a lot that like sure they didn't need to there's a lot of things they didn't need to do but i think what i appreciated most about it was that it had heart like it wasn't just like oh no we're not making a peace peacemaker show just for him to like just be a jerk to everybody and be this like really crappy like hero like there was genuine character growth like in so many directions um along with the you know, not, uh, along with the, like, gory and vulgar nonsense. So, like, for me, it's, yeah. the fact that it was a show that had heart and it did have, like, a, a lesson to it. I'm like, okay, yes, this is awesome. Like, so, and honestly, it's probably one of the best shows DC has put out because of James Gunn. Um, yeah. And, like, I still don't know what the heck is going to go happen on DC, but I'm like, if we get more stuff to the quality, up to the quality of, like, Suicide, the Suicide Squad, and like Peacemaker. If we get stuff like that quality, for me, yeah, like let's. I'm on board for it. But I think, I think uh, they got some work to do. Like they got some stuff to sweep out of the way before we can get to. Yeah. We should be getting um, announcements for a movie slate this year or this month. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think that yeah, Peacemaker was it was good. It was. It's one of those shows. Like yes, like I don't recommend watching it if you don't want to watch that thing like obviously it's it is what it is but i i it, be, it actually became a better show than i expected it to be um so yeah and and i was surprised that this was my show over book of boba fett which fell flat for a lot of people so oh yeah yep definitely fell flat for me <laughs> yes same yeah that's it though for me all right we'll get into most anticipated then uh and i I'm torn on mine. Um, I'm really excited for Last of Us 2 coming out. But I started talking about Andor, and the more that I thought about it, just even in this podcast, like I wrote down uh, Last of Us 2, which comes out this week. Last of Us 2? Or not Last of Us, mean, last last of us, us the show? Just Last of Us, HBO, the show. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, uh, wait a second. <laughs> but Acolyte comes out for Star Wars. And if Acolyte is anything like uh, Andor, that I'm like super on board. Uh, everything that I've seen from Acolyte looks looks really good, so I think I'm gonna make that my anticipated. Uh, okay. I gotta forgot the news came out this year, so we're going with Acolyte. Hopefully, it's hopefully it's more Andor and less Boba Book of Boba. Yeah. 
Um, and Last of Us Two or La- ha, Last of Us. I played Last of Us Two most recently. Yeah. Um, Last of Us Show looks good, but so did you hear about? I know we're not talking about news, but I loved what I heard about how they're not planning on making anything extra like beyond like what's already mm-hmm. there for the video games. So it sounds like season one is going to be game one and season two is going to be game two. So like if a part three video game comes out and this show just ends up becoming like three seasons long, like I'm totally down with that. Like, yeah, if they keep it be nice and keep it. Yeah. So I, I, that, that made me anticipate last of us. Even more. My thing is like, are you going to wait seven years before putting out the next season? I don't know. I don't know. We 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 don't know how far along part three is. So, yeah, if there is going to be a part three, well, I just think about how young Ellie is. Oh, I don't yeah. know how long the actress is, but there was a time jump, obviously, and two. Yeah, and would need to be a time jump. Yeah, but I don't know. Interesting. Um, they'll maybe they'll just do House the Dragon and completely switch act- actors on us. <laughs> Um, Shelly, what is your most anticipated TV show? Well, I was also looking, trying to see what comes out in 2023, and I know you already mentioned Acolyte. It's just, there's a lot of Disney shows, like Star Wars and Marvel. I don't, I kind of feel a little bit grimy listing one of them as my most anticipated. (laughs) But The Mandalorian is just such a, has been so far consistently really good show. Yep. Um, that that I do think is going to be my most anticipated, like that a season three for Mandalorian, which I think is coming out this next or this this year. But um, yeah, I do feel a little bit I do feel a little bit grimy about it because I'm just like I don't like that they're giving us so much content, like so many shows, so many. But it's like at least this is another season for a show that has already been good, rather than like a brand new show that who knows, right? I'm not sure what's if one's good both. I think they said that, uh, like, even Mandalorian Season 3 is still later in the year, too. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's not like they're just trying to pump that out either. It seems like they're doing Right. It. They're taking some time with this one, especially after they pumped out all that other stuff from mm-hmm. that, too. So they kind of asked you, he's been doing Last of Us. Yeah. It's true. Oh, man, yeah, Pedro Pascal's great. So um, <laughs> I do think it's probably most anticipated. I think I'm at least finally... I think it took a while last year, but I finally got to the point where I was accepting that I definitely was just not going to watch every Disney show. Um, I'm just going to watch the shows that I'm actually thinking I'm interested in, especially for the Marvel shows. And I'll say this, I don't even know if there's any Marvel Marvel shows I'm interested in, like maybe Echo, because she's just, she's cool. Um, Maybe Loki season two, I think is also um, a thing, but I don't know. I'm just going to say Mandalorian. I'm behind a lot of shows, so it's like I'm not going to be missing out on shows if I don't watch many this year. So, yeah. All right, and then LJ, most anticipated show. Yeah, so mine is Invincible season two. Yeah, that's a good. There good were room. I there were rumors that it was going to come out like at some point this month, and I'm like, uh, I don't know if it's going to be this month because we still haven't heard a word. But I would love if, like, one week, all of a sudden, we got, like, a teaser and or something and just been like, hey, it's here. Um, but I, I feel like even though it is, like, it's still it's still going to come out this year, even if it doesn't come out this month. But I love yeah. Invincible was so good. It was animation. I'm very excited for it. Everything about that show was, like, 
chef's kiss like yes it's so good um so that's my that's my anticipated most anticipated there's not much else to say um other than that like it's i'm i'm pumped for it cool for who all right well it seems like we have a really exciting year to come uh um i'm excited Excited for movies, video games, TV. Uh, I'm excited for Geeks and Grace. It's got some cool mm-hmm. things happening very soon. Uh, yeah. It's so funny because it's not soon for anyone else, but it's very coming up too quickly for me. Um, <laughs> so, you know, stay tuned to, to Geeks Under Grace. Uh, hopefully, we got some some cool stuff cooking up for you. Um, Shelly, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter at theshellshock24. LJ. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at LJ the Paladin. Cool. And you can find me uh, on Instagram at Cody Yomer and then at twitch.tv slash Geeks and Grace on Wednesdays. Um, probably not playing Chained Echoes, um, the RPG that I played last week, because <laughs> apparently uh, it just gets darker from where I am and it's already pretty uh, edgy. So <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to play yet. We'll figure it out. Um, but. One thing that I will say before we get on the podcast, I do think that the last uh, probably 20 minutes of the Twitch stream Wednesday night, so that would be at like 9.40 Central Time, um, I'm going to put up the prayer wall we have. You can go to geeksundergrace.com slash prayer if you want to put a prayer on that prayer wall. Um, and we're going to do a little bit of praying. I think that'll be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, don't worry. You don't like you get to choose whether or not you want your prayers on the prayer wall. It's public uh, for everyone to see that logs in. So, uh, if you're like, are you just airing people's dirty laundry out? No. Uh, people yeah. have the choice to post those prayers. And if you want to post a prayer privately, just to the team, you can do that. You can do that too. Um, and that will not appear on the prayer wall for, for the Twitch streams and things like that. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. If you want to right now, you could log into geekstories.com slash prayer and then um, read that prayer wall yourself on your own type. So, mm-hmm. cool. Um, yeah. We'll end the podcast there. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye. Happy New Year. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening.